Welcome to episode 90 of Sharing Life Lessons. This is season 9. We are one spirit, one soul, one world, and together we are creating a library of stories and life lessons. I am your host, Hamida, and I want to bring you stories because stories matter, stories inspire, stories teach, and stories heal. Listeners, this is the 90th and last episode of Season 9 of Sharing Life Lessons. I hope you can hear the excitement in my voice. I have to be honest, it was no small deal getting this far. It needed lots of resources, resources of time, content, finances, and I want to thank you for being part of this demanding but fun journey. I have learned a lot from all 90 guests I have interviewed. There is one lesson I'm about to implement right now. I have heard several of my guests say, be proud in who you are and what you do. It is my turn to do that. I am proud of myself for bringing you 90 wonderful episodes with joy. But I could not have done this without, first of all, you, my listeners, and the monthly subscribers for their financial contribution and all my esteemed guests for their valuable stories and life lessons. I have heard from several listeners who said that these life lessons have made an impact on their lives in many ways. I know they have truly made an impact on mine. With fingers crossed, I'm looking forward to our 100th episode together. I want to do something really special for it, just don't know what yet. If you have ideas and suggestions, please write a comment on YouTube or write to me directly at sharinglifelessons101 at gmail.com. I have a perfect quote to begin today's special episode. These are words of no other but Nelson Mandela. And he says, Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small doesn't serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. Let me repeat this. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us. It is in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. I could use this quote as my lifelong mantra. Of course, to end this season, I have a super special guest for you. And we are going to be talking about the law of attraction, a topic that I've been meaning to cover for a really long time, but did not find the right guest for it. I guess I manifested our special guest so that we could talk about the law of attraction. She was also a guest for the 46th episode, so she is our boomerang guest. If you have not heard the 46th episode already, I would highly recommend that you listen to it. She is a licensed professional counselor and spiritual coach who combines her background and training in psychology and counseling with her intuitive gifts to help clients heal, grow, and realize their spiritual and full personal potential. Everyone, join me in welcoming Victoria Shaw. 
Welcome, Victoria, again to Sharing Life Lessons. It is wonderful to have you on the show. You were on my show as my 46th episode guest. I told you right before the interview that I listened to number 46 many times. If anyone wants any recommendations, I guide them to number 46. I love that episode. And I'm really thankful to you for coming back on the show. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me back on the show. I have so much fun chatting with you. So I really appreciate it. Let's make this one fun too, Victoria. Let me give you the spotlight for a bit so that you can talk about yourself. Let the listeners know who you are. I'm Victoria Shaw, and my work is a combination of my background and training in counseling and psychology with intuition and intuitive guidance. And about, oh my God, it's getting on a lot of years, maybe like 15, 16 years ago, maybe even a little more because math is not it's not my thing. I, I felt like something was not, there was something in my life that I was supposed to be doing and I didn't know what it was. I was a stay-at-home mom. I had all these degrees. I had a PhD in psychology. I had written four self-help books. So I had a lot of that behind me, but I was kind of at a crossroads. I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. And at the same time, my kids were struggling. And so in the course of their struggling, I had a really out-of-the-box pediatrician and he started connecting me with all of these very out of the box kinds of people like acupuncturists and energy healers and astrologers. And each one kind of stretched my mind a little bit about what was possible. And each one also kept giving me this consistent message about myself, which was that I was highly intuitive, mm -hmm. that my intu intuition was a big part of what I was here to do, and that I better start working on developing it. And as always, sometimes, especially when around those big life changes, you have to hear a message a bunch of times until it sinks in, but eventually it sunk in. And I made that commitment to reconnect with my inner knowing. And then everything about my life changed and it changed fast. I realized I had this ability to read people and to receive guidance for people and to point people on their own growth and healing journeys. So because of that, and because of the way the information was coming through, I, I immediately went back to school because, you know, I already had two advanced degrees. Why not grab one more? Uh -huh. and, and I got a master's of counseling. And so I got a lot of counseling skills in that background. And then I put the two things together and I've been running with it ever since. So I have a client base all over the world where I combine that kind of background I have in psychology with the intuitive guidance that comes through for me, for my clients. I also have a podcast of my own intuitive connection where I share a lot of guidance around how you too can develop your intuition and then all things spirituality as well and how to deepen that spiritual connection because I believe our intuition, which is that way of knowing that we all have that doesn't come from our brains, but comes from our, our deeper inner selves. I believe that's our connection to our soul, to our higher selves, to our spirit, to source, to God, however you want to look at it. We all have it. And when we start to align with that higher wisdom, that's when we start to live the life that our, our soul and our spirit has planned for us. So I like to help other people start doing that too, because it makes life a lot more fun. And we are all connected. And the more we can help ourselves build our intuition and uplift each other and together uplift ourselves, there'll be universal transformation, which is what I'm hoping for in 2022. Yes. And I think we are there. I think that right now things look real dark, oddly enough, because so much light is coming in to the planet right now that it's illuminating everything that before you kind of knew it was there because you kept poking your elbows against it. But now you can see it and you can see it clearly because it wants to be transformed. So I think while this 
for many of us feels like a difficult time. I think it's actually a truly transformative time where we're really seeing what, what wants to move, what wants to be released so that we can move forward into more ease, joy, and grace. That is such an encouraging message. And for the listeners, I really like Victoria's podcast. The link to her podcast will be in the show notes. Victoria, tell us your story. I told you that I told you the main background of the story and you had asked me before, which was how I got into doing this intuition thing, but you were asking me specifically about the law of attraction and how did I get interested in the law of attraction? And the two things really go hand in hand because when I started on that spiritual journey, law of attraction is sort of central to all of that. But I will tell you my own sort of story and experience with the law of attraction, because I think that A, it's kind of funny and B, I think a lot of people relate to it. So years ago, I was first introduced to that. It was actually the movie, The Secret. There's a book, but there's also a movie. And I was working with this energy healer who, believe it or not, she was a medical intuitive and we would send her not to be gross, but we would send her a sample of saliva. She would douse over your saliva and tell you all sorts of things about yourself. So we called her the spit lady. And I've she was never heard of that. I know, right? I know. And this was my pediatrician and she was pretty accurate too. So she would pick up a lot of stuff from doing that. It was real cool, but she was also a talker. And she was like, you have to, you have to watch the secret. You have to do this. This is coming through. You need to do this. So I, I get this DVD because this was a while ago. <laughs> I put the DVD in and I start watching this thing and I'm horrified because they're saying like my thoughts create my reality. I was a little anxious person at this point in time. And I'm thinking like, wait, now you're going to tell me I have to worry about what I'm thinking, what you're just trying to like give me OCD. So I wasn't a fan and I took the DVD out pretty quickly and I put it away. And I really forgot about the law of attraction for as long as I possibly could, because it scared the pants off of me mm-hmm. because it really gave me this idea, not of power and, and the fact that we are powerful creators of our reality, which when you understand it the right way, is a huge paradigm shift. But what I understood is, oh no, I could really mess things up. I don't want to know about this. <laughs> right. And I think that's the reaction that people sometimes have. They, they get this idea that I'm a powerful creator and it scares them and they feel like, oh no, now I have to worry about what I'm thinking. And you don't, that is not how it works. But the basic idea of the law of attraction is that we are energy beings and everything's energy. And so we attract into our experience, to our space, that which matches the vibration that we're sending out. And it's the aggregate vibration, by the way. So you can have an occasional random thought and it will not immediately materialize. That's not how it works. Relax. And I can even tell people how to deal with those thoughts that are uncomfortable and unpleasant, which we all have uh, so that you won't freak out about them. But, but what the law of attraction shows us, and it's not a special trick. It's actually how the universe works. It's how everything works. So you want to think about it more as like a central law of the universe that like attracts like, and we just naturally are attracted to and attract that which matches our vibration and what we're sending out. And so then the game of the law of attraction becomes becoming very aware of your own vibration, understanding that everything in life is here to serve you. If you're bringing it in, it's helping you. But you also can start to be discerning and start to reshift and recalibrate to higher vibrations so that you bring in things that feel better, that are easier. You start to be able to release the struggle. And I think that's where we're heading now as a species. What Earth in this time of transformation is about is releasing the struggle. And it doesn't have to happen all at once, but it can. But that's why I love the teachings of law of attraction because it gives us the understanding of how things work so that we can work with the universe more consciously. 
And that's it. Victoria. I I said Uh, a lot. (laughs) Yes. And that is why I'm going to bring you back to the basics. First of all, I am with you. I can feel that we are all going towards there. I can feel that in me, in my heart, in my soul. I feel that that's where we are going. But I want to bring you back to the basics. You spoke about a couple of things here. You spoke about thought, vibration, and raising your vibration. Can you tell us first the difference between thought and vibration? And then how do you raise your vibration? Beautiful questions. Okay, so first of all, everything has a vibration because everything's energy. And it's just a matter of like matter vibrates at a lower level than thought, than spirit, then everything has its vibration, but everything is energy and everything has its unique vibration. So our thoughts vibrate at different levels. A, A thought that is a little bit more uplifting will have a higher vibration than a thought that's a little bit less. So happy thoughts have a higher vibration than thoughts about doom and gloom. It's my understanding that the way that the law of attraction works is that it's not that our thoughts create our reality. Our thoughts create the way that we feel Mm. and the feeling is what we put out. So that's the vibration. What my guides are saying now is um, another way to say it. And some people explain it that way, but what they're saying is just think about everything has a vibration. And so it's your aggregate vibration. So thoughts have an energy, feelings have an energy how you respond to things have an energy and you kind of tie it all up together and that's the vibe you're putting out. They're also telling me that our thoughts, this is so interesting, I've never gotten this before, but they're also telling me that our thoughts are sometimes a reflection of what's going on inside anyway. So sometimes you'll have a thought that's sort of telling you unconsciously what you're feeling and what you're putting out. Mm -hmm. So being aware of the thought, letting it be there without reacting to it, is really powerful because again, when we are the witness of our thoughts, rather than being used by them, being lost in them, thinking that they are the truth, that's mm-hmm. another way to raise your vibration. When you get into that observer state, you're naturally in your own higher vibration. You can see what thoughts are in your energy field, but you're not vibrating with them at the same level anymore. You're aware of them, but you're not putting that out, if that makes sense. That you're not does. Eating them. Thank you. I think that once we lay that about where we are heading, then everyone's on the same uh, level playing field. And now let's talk about really what the law of attraction is telling us. And so what it teaches us, the reason it's so important is one, it's how the world works and how the universe works. So it's how life works. So understanding that gives you a great power not to control everything, because a lot of people, if you know anything about the law of attraction, the first thing you learn is all these people saying, you can have a million bucks, just think you want a million bucks and you'll have a million bucks. It's not that simple because it's everything that we're sending out, conscious, unconscious. So if you say, I believe that I can have a million bucks, but you don't, right? You're, you're going to be sending out the don't probably more powerful than the yes, but that's okay. Because your life is always showing you what your limiting beliefs are. Your life is always showing you what you still have to learn. Limiting beliefs are not something that's wrong with you. They're simply where your your mind, body, humanness is still learning and growing and expanding. So it's just pointing the directions where you want to expand a little bit and life will show you. Life will show you again and again. So I like to watch my life like a little bit of a mirror and see like, oh, this is where I still have some beliefs that are in transformation. And then I just let that be there. And and we can learn to work with the law of attraction to shift and to refocus on things that are more empowering. But I always like to look at it not 
as the desire to control life, because that will not get you very far and get you very much joy, but rather as a way to harmonize and flow with life, but flow with life more consciously. So for those who are saying that I have been thinking about the million bucks, I have been believing that I am going to get a million bucks, but I still don't see it. What do you tell them? Well, if you don't see it, it means that you don't totally believe it yet. And so it's going to be harder to manifest it. I just taught a whole class on the law of attraction. And one of the things that came through for this class is believability. If you don't have that believability, right, you're not going to manifest something. You can say it a million times, but if you don't believe it truly, then that will not be the vibe you're sending out. Now, fear not, because part of the the game is to increase the believability. And we can increase the believability sometimes by starting smaller. It might not be a million bucks. Mm -hmm. It might be noticing when you get a little extra change or you get that surprise refund from your taxes or you find a penny on the street, right? Or a friend offers to buy you lunch. If you pay attention to all these ways where abundance is already happening for you, it starts to raise your vibe around money. It starts to increase your believability that I am abundance and that whatever I need will flow towards me. Sometimes around money, we have beliefs it's not safe or okay to have money. Some people believe, wow, rich people are mean. And if I really had enough money, I would be mean too. So sometimes we need to look at some of those things as well. What are our beliefs around this that might be working against our being able to flow what we need towards us? And abundance isn't just money, by the way. Abundance is just simply understanding that whatever you need will be provided if you allow yourself to flow with that. That's really, and then you don't even worry about how many dollars are in the bank because you know whatever you need will be provided. Yeah, I'm with you. Also want to add in there, you did say that either the believability is still not there or as strong as it needs to be, and you're still working towards getting to that level of believability, right? Just have to be patient. And if you stop believing just because you don't see it, then of course, it's never going to happen. So maybe this is the universe telling you, you need to build your believability till you can see it. Yes. And impatience, and I know of this well, (laughs) impatience is a form of resistance, Mm. right? The only moment is now. And the more that we can flow with what's happening now, and believe me, I know sometimes it's really hard, but the more we can flow and accept what's happening now, the more we free ourselves up for transformation, the more we resist, right? So if you're like, why don't I have a million bucks yet? Why don't I have a million bucks yet? I keep asking for a million bucks. I keep putting it out there. It's not there. What you're doing is resisting what is. You're also limiting yourself and resisting the possibility that it could come. And so you're moving against the flow of life because the flow of life is always about vibing with whatever's happening now and trusting whatever is happening now is exactly as it should be and it's serving you. And whenever we can do that, and again, hello, human, you do your very best, but whenever you can do that, those moments are golden because those are the moments where the light and love of your highest self in the universe will shine through you. And then the world is your oyster again. Beautiful, beautiful. Victoria, I want to also ask you this because you again touched upon this. When you say you don't have something that you want, you are adding resistance to your thoughts. Yes. So what do you suggest that they do instead? Oftentimes we hear that the universe, when you put something out, doesn't hear. If you say, I don't want to be in pain anymore. What the universe will hear, what we will stream back is in pain anymore and pain will continue. And it's not, again, it's not a cruel joke. (laughs) 
it's not a cruel joke. It's just that what you're focusing on in the, those moments yeah. is that you don't like the pain and you're focusing on the pain and therefore you are streaming in the pain. And look, you have to be human. Nobody likes to be in pain. I don't like to be in pain. It hurts. And so in those moments when I'm uncomfortable, what I do my very best to do is, oh, I know, sweetie. I know that hurts. I know you're scared. I soothe myself. I'm kind to myself. I know you don't like this. It's okay. And then I'll focus my attention on what feels better and whatever I can find off in the present moment to feel better too. Sometimes I will just think about a nice future thought that feels good. Like I can imagine myself in a nice hot tub feeling like this will be over and that can be great. But sometimes too, I'll focus on, okay, what can I do right now? Uh, recently, I've been spending a lot of time because it's coming up on Valentine's Day. I don't know when this goes live, but that's when we're recording. And I've been spending a lot of time writing myself Valentine's cards, big, huge colorful. I love you, Victoria. And this is what I love about you. It is so uplifting. It makes me feel so good. And you see, that's also not only is that a love affair with myself, which I recommend for everyone, because I think one of our biggest missions here on earth is to love ourselves and express and experience love. But also it totally raises my vibe because I feel wonderful when I do it. And then I feel wonderful when I get to look at my very own Valentine's to myself. So Anything that in that moment uplifts your vibration will shift you out of that and send a different signal out to the universe. And on top of that, it'll make you feel good in the now, which is the only thing anyone really wants. You want to feel good now. And that's your birthright. You deserve to feel good now, right? And it's just a matter of none of us have ever been taught that it's in our power to feel good now. And we're learning that. And to come full circle with my question. So instead of saying, I don't want this pain anymore. And really focusing on the pain, I heard you say, say to yourself, this is going to get better. And so now you're focusing on the wellness and the better. You can, absolutely. And again, that's looking at the future and having hope that it's going to get better. There's still a little bit of a difference there because you're looking at it in the future. So you're sending it to the universe that it's in the future rather than in the now, Mm -hmm. which is a fine place to start. If you can start to tune into how you feel better now, that's even better. Right. I like that distinction between the future right now. If you're hurting now, see what can make you feel better now. Yes, exactly. And you can also picture yourself in the future feeling better. That's not a problem. And, And it's certainly better than the thing that most of us do, which is project into the future doom and gloom. And we all do it. I catch those thoughts all the time. They're usually in the form of, but what if? But what if this? But what if that? And I just will gently say, yeah, uh-huh. thank you for sharing. And I don't have to give you attention right now. Like you're not helpful, but I appreciate you for, for showing up and trying to help me in that manner, but I, I'm good. And then I'll shift my attention to something else. One of my favorite takes on the law of attraction is by a healer called Marie Manucheri. And I think she has like a radio show and all sorts of good stuff, but she, and I'm going to try to get her on my podcast, but she has a really cool little twist on affirmations and the law of attraction. And it's not the only way it works, but I think it's really sweet. She likes to say them in the form of what if, just like your negative voice goes, What if, yeah, sure, I'm fine right now, but what if tomorrow the space satellite falls on my head? You don't need to worry about that one. But our brain will go there. She turns it around and her affirmations are always in the form of what if, but positive. What if I'm lovable? What if I'm healthy? What if I'm healed? What if I'm abundant? Because when we say what if, we don't get that counter voice so activated. It's gentler. 
because sometimes too, when you put out an affirmation and I love affirmations, but sometimes you put out affirmation and it's almost like a challenge to your mind to go, no, 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 it's not. So sometimes that what if question, it just softens it a little bit. So I like that for people, especially us overthinkers, because the what if is just a little, it's a gentler way to get in and it's using what your brain is wanting to do anyway and turning it around. That is such a nice alternative and a simple one too. So we've spoken a lot about various aspects of the law of attraction. And I think I probably will have to get you back for part two of this. Because I know, these are short. <laughs> But I want your parting thoughts. Any parting thoughts for the uh, listeners? Yeah. First of all, the law of attraction, like I said before, it's a fundamental, it's just how life works. We are all powerful creators and we are creating every moment and every moment and everything that we create is serving us because here on this human journey, it's all serving you. Tuning in and understanding that you have this power as a powerful creator is not about then disempowering yourself and saying, oh my God, so everything's my fault and I created all this misery. No, you did. you're learning through your attempts to learn to align more with your higher self and become a more powerful and conscious creator. But every creation you make is just right. This is just about becoming a little more aware, a little more conscious so that you too can, can manifest more things that your soul wants you to experience. The other thing that I would say is we can use the law of attraction from our ego, from our small mind, from the part of us that feels like we don't have and we want. And I've seen people create amazing wealth and fame and all of those things. And there's nothing wrong with any of those things either. But for me, the best way to create is the understanding that I'm co-creating with my highest self. So always tuning into that and always letting my soul or my spirit guide me, which is where intuition comes in and feeling into intuitively what's going to bring me joy, right? Where do I want to focus my energy and attention? Where do I want to create? When I do that, that's when I have the biggest bang for my buck. That's when I'm flowing the life and the purpose that my soul wants me to have. And that is where we experience true joy, which is what we all really want anyway. Beautiful. Thank you for that parting message. That was really nice, Victoria. And I want to thank you again for being a guest on the 90th episode. You're ending my ninth season. So thank you for that. Wowza. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. It's an honor. Listeners, there was so much that we covered in this episode regarding the law of attraction, the law on how the world works, and thus how our lives work. But we have only scratched the surface. There is so much more to discuss and learn. So, Instead of key takeaways this time, let me summarize some of the basic components of the law of attraction that we discussed with Victoria Shaw. One, the basic idea of the law of attraction is that we are energy beings and everything is energy. And so we attract into our experience, into our space, that which matches the vibration that we are sending out. Everything has a vibration. Thoughts have an energy, feelings have an energy, emotions have an energy, how you respond to things have an energy. And you kind of tie it all up together. And that's the aggregate vibe you're putting out. Two, intuition doesn't come from our brains, but comes from our deeper inner selves. It is our connection to our, our soul, to our higher self, to our spirit, to source, to God, however you want to look at it. We all have it. And when we start to align with that higher wisdom, that's when we start to live the life that our soul and our, our spirit has planned for us. Remember Nelson Mandela's quote in the introduction of this episode? He said, 
we were born to make manifest the glory of God, universe, higher self, soul, that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it is in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give others permission to do the same. And that is how we get to one spirit, one soul, one world. Three, one of our biggest missions here on earth is to love ourselves and express and experience love. We are all powerful creators and we are creating every moment. Every creation you make is just right for the now. This is about becoming a little more conscious so that you too can manifest more things that your soul wants you to experience. And lastly, the law of attraction is the basis of how the world works and how the universe works. Thus, it's how life works. But it is not as a desire to control life because that will not get you very far and that will not get you very much joy. But it is rather a way to harmonize and flow with life and flow with life more consciously. I hope everyone enjoyed this basic discussion on the law of attraction. Some may feel that this has instilled more questions in their minds, which is great. If that is what happened, then this episode is a success. If that is what happened, it is time to continue your own inner search to find more answers. This brings us to the end of this final 90th episode of season 9. As always, I will take a three-week break between two seasons. This can be catch-up time for my listeners to enjoy other past episodes that you may have missed. I will bring you the first episode of the 10th season on Wednesday, March 9th. Until then, be happy, be safe, and be blessed.